Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. Welcome to the scope. It's episode 327. 327 episodes of this madness. On screen, I'm looking at Jared. He is in his library, in his study. Yep. Uh, Adam has uh, got some metal racking to the left of him. I don't know what that looks, looks like. He's uh, cleaning out a refrigerator. I don't know what that is. Maybe closet. Always got something going on. He's still under the weather. Still not feeling great, and uh, I've got myself and Jerome the cat right here. Here he is, Tuxedo Cat, National Tuxedo Cat. It was just a few days ago, so he's still in the afterglow of that. Last time Jared buddy. came, last time Jared came over, uh, Jerome jumped right up into his lap. It was very strange, but they were friends for a while. Ah, sorry, breaking news. I just got a uh, Hollywood Reporter news report on my uh, Google News alerts, and oh. Andre Brower died. What? Yeah. 61. Wow. Holy crap. A ho ho no. He's the best. Died Monday after a brief illness. That's sad. Sorry to bring the sorry to bring it down. Wow, Jared. Uh, I mean this old this is old news by the time this episode's out, but it's true. In the moment. It's very sad. Well, um, Nothing says uh, holiday-flavored foods better than sudden celebrity deaths, I guess. You know, it goes hand in hand. It's A block. It's time. It's where we do breaking news. It's timely. It really is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, we are back for part two of our uh, fourth annual Scope Dope or Scope Nope holiday-themed food edition. Adam, I was thinking about this. Uh, Last episode, you asked or you had mentioned how you remember... Breaking us breaking the news to Audrey that Santa Claus wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Where are you in the Santa Claus spectrum with your your kid? Like, is it full on Santa's the greatest? That sort of thing. Give me the give me the rundown. Um, I, it's hard to know because I think last year, maybe the year before, he was three. I can't be true. Um, anyway, friend of ours, uh, Isaac, his daughter is in. Um, Will's class and Isaac has two much older, much older, two older boys. Um, and so anyway, his daughter may have spilled the beans that Santa Claus is not real uh, to four, four year olds. That's very young. Four is yeah. young. Yeah. So I, I don't know how much Will. Anyway, so he came home and he was like, what's the deal with Santa Claus is in a very Seinfeldian sort of yeah. uh, way. What um, is the deal Santa Claus? And yeah, you're like, he was what like, are you? He was like, is Santa Claus real? And so I was like, oh, I'm prepared for this. I read about it. <laughs> uh, and it basically, you're supposed to be like, well, what do you, what do you know about Santa Claus? And he basically walked away from it being like, well, Santa Claus is real, obviously. It's presents, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> the concept of Santa Claus definitely real. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I, I. I think he thinks Santa Claus is real, but I don't think it's like that important to him. 
right. I don't think it would be mind blowing if we were like, just kidding. It was, uh, it was mom and dad all along. It's not uh, dogma, but it's yeah. not, uh, not something that's going to crush this world. I don't think so. Um, now maybe Santa Claus gets him the perfect gift this year and then he just falls in love. I mean, your, your problem with your daughter is that you probably just did too good of a job. Yeah. You know, that's exactly it. We were perfect in every way. And yeah. And where she is now proves that. Yep. Wow. Well, you have to keep us posted. It's, you know, maybe, maybe Jared and I need to have a side bet. Like what is the age <laughs> that he finally crumbles and then, <laughs> All the magic is gone. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Jared, uh, let's go something else, and then we're going to get onto the show. I asked you about this before, off camera, but I want I want your opinion again. Rebel Moon, yay or nay? Uh, yay, in that I will definitely watch it. Uh, nay, in that I have no idea if it's going to be any good. But I, I tend to watch every Zack Snyder film, and I think Romeo and I are going to probably get to it pretty close to around when it's released. So. Mm. So now, from what I understand, a couple of things, and Adam, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Zack Snyder was initially sort of thinking about this in terms of it being a Star Wars movie, right? And then that sort of fell apart. And then he just turned to do his own thing. Yeah, Uh, Jared, can can you comment on the fact that the main weapon in this movie is called a lightsaber? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Um, I did obviously have privileged access to the script early on, so um, I am privy to details that the average person is not. But uh, yeah, I can't. I can't say more than that. Okay. I have no idea. I in the. Um, I guess I haven't done any real reading around around this. Was he ever actually attached to doing a Star Wars film, or is he just thinking that this is like a Star Wars like product? Well, he has definitely said that. This is an adapted Star Wars idea. I don't. I don't know if he was ever like, actually from an official standpoint, or was it like his childhood Star Wars fanfic? Adam, are you not searching this up right away? No, I. I, I you know what I'm talking something... about, though, right? Yeah, like it, it was. It's like I could it... do plenty of adapted Star Wars works yeah. based on like my his... backyard adventures with Yoda and Han Solo. <laughs> Jared, you have a whole file. All of those books are your Star Wars adapted scripts behind you, right? Now. <laughs> yes, the unlabeled <laughs> ones. I keep them. I keep them spines unlabeled to keep my secrets secret. <laughs> Episodes thirteen to ninety-two are behind him. <laughs> Hey, I did for a long time. I had no faith that Lucas was going to produce, so I had to do. I had to fill the void. Smart, <laughs> Adam. Are you intrigued by this film? Or are you like Zack Snyder? Here we go. I washed I, out grays. I don't think I've I've liked a Zack Snyder thing. Um, I've given him ch- a chance. Uh, I mean, I watched the four hour Justice League. Uh, you know, cut. I have no faith in this being good. It looks watchable. Uh, from it, looks the like, it looks like something you can you can uh, pull up in your Netflix app, press play on, and uh, moving pictures and sound will come before you. <laughs> yeah, I mean watchable in the sense that like you know you could probably get through it. Um, Jupiter Rising, it's not Zack Snyder, but like I'm trying to think of like other auteurs yeah. or whatever. Um, the, yeah, the Wachowski. I was excited uh, for Jupiter Rising. And Jared and I saw Jupiter Rising, and we were like, "What the f is yeah. this?" That's that's like uh, that's unwatchable in, in yeah. my you know, definition. It was terrible. Yeah, this could be that because Zack Snyder said, be. "I 
he's like, I'm going to put like mythology, just like Lucas put into Star Wars, but mine is going to be like Greek mythology that we're going to have like a, a Pegasus type of winged seer, stuff well, like that. So I'm just wondering yeah. if like he doesn't he doesn't get the whole Joseph Campbell hero's journey, all that stuff. I don't know. We'll have to see it. I'm like you, Jared. I would watch it, and if uh, if I was invited to watch it with you guys, you and Romeo, I would probably come over and watch it. A uh, wink, wink. We don't have uh, a, a firm day in mind. Um, Boy, look, look at him scramble right there. But <laughs> if you're, if you're, no, I'm just saying. We, His Netflix is expiring. We don't know if he'll be able to get it fired up. But what I'm, what we'll I'm saying is that we don't actually have an event on the calendar yet. We have discussed seeing it, so uh, we can try to keep you in mind if you're available. Can try to keep us in mind if you're available. I'll yes. take it. That that sounds like a sounds like I'm getting the third base. I just on this know date. you're 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 very booked up around the holidays. You've got a lot of things going on. You're Mr. FOMO. I am the holiday stuff. I'm watching Dial like Destiny, this. Jared. I'm watching Dial uh, Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> yes, that's what you do. It's, it's a new holiday tradition. You watch Dial Destiny. That's Indiana Jones, Adam. Yeah, you're, it's it's kind of phrased in a Trumpian sort of way. Exactly. Yeah, very Dial intentionally. Yes. Dial Destiny. So Shia, where's Shia? <laughs> where's Matt? <laughs> so what you're going to want to do is you're going to look up SNL clips online. <laughs> you know what we're talking about, Adam? No, I, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I just, I'm literally oh. liking the concept of uh james anderson whatever uh doing this trump after this show jared we're gonna play that for adam and we're gonna we're gonna enjoy it together can, can you, you guys, promise can you promise um, that jared um sure if we can find it if we Before, can find it's like it's like if we can invite you to rebel moon i mean it's, it's i don't i don't like to commit to anything i'd like to keep my options open you'll never you're never gonna pin me down oh my god this is so enjoyable so have enjoyable. you have you guys seen uh uh before he was on SNL James Austin Johnson's yes uh, when he's talking about Mario um, yes yeah that's my favorite one or Scooby Doo mm-hmm. that was yeah. always a good one yeah, yeah that, I was very happy when uh, he made the show because he's he's exceptional anyway uh, huge tangent let's get back on track we've got holiday foods it's getting late we're never gonna fall asleep if we're gonna be eating all this candy and Delicious treats in the middle of the night. So I think you two will agree with me when I say and suggest let's take a quick pause and then we'll be back with part two of our fourth annual holiday themed food edition of Scope Dope or Scope Nope right after this. Folks, come to you on bended knee. You didn't answer the call last time when I put out the requests that you try to support the show directly. It's the holiday season. And that means you should be helping people. And we are people. Are we not? We are people. That I'll just answer it for you. We are people. And we're producing a show for you on a semi-regular basis. We haven't missed a year yet. We haven't missed a year yet since we started the show. So there. There's your metrics for you. Anyway, I love if it. you want to support the show directly, if you want to help uh, pay for these treats that we eat uh, and anything else we decide to spend your hard-earned money on, uh, you can do that directly. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Scope Show is where you want to go. You can uh, pledge as little as a dollar uh, per episode. 
I would say you can set a monthly cap, but we're never going to blow through that at the rate we're producing these days. So just know that the option's there, but you're not going to need it. All right, just go there, pledge a little money, have a good time. Patreon.com slash The Scope Show for all the details. Welcome back to the Scope Peanut Bar. Jared and Adam are here. We're... Peanut Bar. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm laughing at Peanut Bar. <laughs> yeah, we're just tapping out the tunes. Oh, here we go. Adam's got the sax. <laughs> and he can talk at the same time. It's amazing. This is our jizz band. Whoa. 100%. 100%. Episode 327. Part two of our Scope Scope Note Holiday Theme Food Edition. Fourth annual. It is exciting. It's that time of year. Some of our kids believe in Santa. Some don't. Some of us don't know about our kids that exist. Some don't. I don't know. It's real weird. We'll get into I that next year. I don't want to find out, baby. We'll get, into that. we'll get into that next year. Breaking news, Jared. Seth Did Andre Brower die again? <laughs> Seth MacFarlane announced the voice cast for the new animated version of Good Times. What do you think of that? Is this a real thing? That, this is that an absolute a... real thing. J.B. Smoove. He's a, one of the characters. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. Look it up, Jerry. Great. So excited. Uh, so we're back for the second part of our seasonal food taste test. We've got five more holiday flavored foods ready to be consumed. If your scope hosts love it, we'll give it a scope dope. But if the food doesn't pass our taste test, taste test, or taste test, we'll rate it with a devastating scope nope. All in the holiday spirit, of course. Obviously. Obviously. So it's time to start the taste testing. Are we ready? Hell yeah. I got nods. Yeah, so how about we do the food list and then we'll get to eating. Keep... Keebler Fudge Stripes Gingerbread Special Elf Edition. So, gingerbread fudge stripes. Werther's Original Cookie Butter Cream Holiday Caramels. We've had good luck with uh, holiday-flavored Werther's in the past. Brock's Elf Swirly Twirly Gumdrops. Another elf-related product for the 20th anniversary of Elf the Movie. Mountain Dew Game Fuel. This time it's Mystic Punch. It's a purple powerhouse. And then finally which we hope is going to be nothing but a Christmas miracle. Tiny Tim can walk normally after eating these. Oreos Hot Cocoa Edition. And then my second addition to the Scope Hall of Holiday Food Fame. I'll present it to the boys and we'll see what they say. You almost timed that out perfectly. Good job. Thank you very much. Every once in a while, get it right. Let's start it off with the Keeler Fudge Stripes Gingerbread Special Elf Edition. I'm going to hold up the package. Here it is. Elf is on it. You don't see Will Ferrell's face, but you see the rest of his body. This is just Fudge Stripes Gingerbread. Let's get a look at it. These brown ones with the stripes, huh? Brown ones with the stripes. And it's got like a... Pepperidge Farm paid more for the likeness. Absolutely. So this is our second Elf tie-in. Mm-hmm. Of the season. Second of three. 
Uh, immediately you get your bread smell, do you not, Jared? Mm -hmm. And if you yeah. look at the cookie, it's a special shaped cookie. It looks like there are Christmas shapes on it, like a candy cane or a window or something. Kind of obscure. Oh, there's a the couple stripes. different ones. Okay, so the first one I grabbed has like looks like a steaming cup of cocoa. Okay, I got a Christmas tree one. Um, what else? I gotta Another tell Christmas you guys, tree one. the war on Christmas is not going well. No, it's yeah. not. Gotta every every year here. Christmas comes like has brand new shock troops. <laughs> We're on the front lines. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> and Adam doesn't even buy into any of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I literally buy it because you make me, but <laughs> that's it, baby. All right, let's get a little bite of this. Thankfully, I mean, cookies are non-denominational. Okay, here I go. Hmm. Hmm. Is the icing supposed to have a flavor? I feel like it's just sort of mimics what you would get on, like, a gingerbread ice yeah, cookie so or something like just that. Just sugar icing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. There's another one where the, the gingerbread is stronger in the scent than it is yeah. in the flavor. Which I kind of expected if you look at the cookie... It's not giving me gingerbread in the looks of it. It just looks like a, you know, a normal beige cookie. Yeah. Well, Adam, we'll go to you since your taste buds are all left up. I'm really curious. I'm really curious, like, coming from it, from just, like, a texture standpoint, what is this? What does this mean to you? Um. Okay. As I said last week, I don't particularly like gingerbread-flavored stuff. Mm -hmm. um, this is why I'm a... a, a Grinch on Christmas. I will say that uh, Keebler fudge stripe cookies are like an old favorite of mine. Yeah. So that being said, this is an abomination. They have ruined <laughs> one of my favorite cookies. Um, no, it's it's fine. I don't I don't really like it, but it's it tastes fine. If you like gingerbread, you guys would can, can answer for this. I think you'd probably like it. Uh, if I like gingerbread, I think I'd probably like it. Okay. I just don't like Fair enough. So it's a no for me. Okay. Well, I will, uh, I'll jump through the hoop this time. The, it's interesting, like the texture and Adam, you, you are familiar with fudge stripes. Like the texture of the cookie feels like a Keebler fudge stripe, right? Like there's a weird way that the cookie sort of breaks down in your mouth. Like the, the, I don't even know how to explain it, but like the crunch level, it's not too crunchy, but you know, it, it's sort of the mouth feel. Like yeah. if you had no taste buds at all, this would this would seem like you're eating a fudge stripe. Yeah, um, it's like a, a butter cookie kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's it's uh, just really hard to explain. So they nailed that. So it definitely is in the fudge stripe family. Uh -huh. uh, and if you do like gingerbread, I think that this is a cookie that you would like to eat in the holidays, right? I think I think it's got just enough ginger flavor. I like the the icing on it. I, for me, I don't think it's an abomination. I don't think it's the world's greatest cookie. But at the same time, I think it's a success for Keeler, And I'm giving it a dope. So, Jared, comes down to you. I think we've discovered today that how much <laughs> the fudge stripe is doing for the fudge stripe cookie. <laughs> and absent the fudge stripe, this is a boring cookie. 
Like, I think Adam's right. If you don't like gingerbread, then you're not going to be mad at this because it doesn't taste that much like gingerbread. It smells a little bit more like gingerbread, but it doesn't really taste much like gingerbread. The icing is a nothing. It's a it's a sugar. It's it's not bringing anything to the party. Um, this is uh, I had one cookie and I wasn't interested in eating a second one right away. So that's a disappointment to me. For me, it's a nope. I think this is a fair. Right. It's not that. It's 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 seasonal in concept and uh, a, a waste of my time in execution. Wow. Well, push the magic button, Jared. Ew, no. Don't get me wrong. These will get eaten in the coming weeks. <laughs> Jared, Jared does not say no to a treat. That's the uh, that's the fact. Well, let's move on to. Another item that's had some success in the past, but a different it's part of the world's original holiday caramels. Uh, this time around, you know, we've had like the vanilla cream filled. We've had a cinnamon filled Werther's soft caramel. This time we've got cookie butter cream. It's soft caramel on the outside, delicious speculose cookie butter flavored cream or creme on the inside. Wait, now wait, here's speculose. Did it, what? Yeah, speculose. Explain yourself. That's what it says. Speculose cookie. It's a type of cookie, I guess. Right? Is this this has got to be a cookie that old people know? Must be. Because yeah. I have no idea what Never a heard speculose of it. cookie is. Never heard of it. So I'm going to say, like, we've, I don't know about you guys, but we have gotten cookie butter in our house. But it doesn't really, like, as a flavor for what it is, it just sort of tastes like something sweet, you know? So I feel like Werther's might be in trouble on this because this is such a weird thing to, like, how are you going to reproduce it? So. We'll see. Let's get into it. Let's get a little smell. Smells like a Werther's caramel to me. Straight off. I gotta tell you guys, this is the one that I've been looking forward to the most. Okay. Speculose cookie. I'm going to the Wikipedia article. Okay. It's a biscuit originally manufactured in Belgium made from wheat flour, candy syrup from beet sugar, fat, and sometimes cinnamon. Speculose. At least that's how it's spelled. Was developed in the 20th century on the area of Verne, Verviers? Oh, I don't know. As an alternative <laughs> for people who could not afford Dutch speculos. Oh my God. We're down the rabbit hole here. All right. Well, let's just eat the candy. <laughs> I got to tell you, huffing the bag, it's it's quite nice. Hmm. That's got a chew to it. <laughs> it does. Oh, I got to the cream villain. Hmm. Okay. I can't speak because my mouth is stuck together by the chewiness. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's good. The it helps mouth you not sound here is loving this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our next food isn't going to do us any favors, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Adam, you love Werther's, proving the point that you might be a 75-year-old man. Yep. I am a young man's too. body. So you were looking forward to these. Do they reach the potential that you were hoping for? First of all, Shane, there's nothing young about this man's body. Um, Fair. Fair. <laughs> Relatively speaking. Yeah. Um, I really, this is the one that's making me really wish I did not have a cold right now. 
because I can I can taste almost all of it and it's really good. I'm just not getting all the flavor. So I'm going to have to defer to you guys. I think it tastes good. Um, I always like these chewy, creamy, um, I was going to call it Mrs. Butterworth's, where there's, um, <laughs> Mrs. and when you get that cream, it, it's like, this is good. Something, there's yeah. some, they, they, they've just, they've got something with that formula or whatever. Um, so it's like a slight dope for me. Um, but I'm, I'm curious how you guys okay. are feeling. Well, I'll, I'll go next. Um, and you're exactly right. When you talk about these caramels, having the formula down, like you get that real sticky Werther's firmness. And then when you get a, you get to that cream on the inside, it's a completely different texture and it's fantastic. Um, the cream this year really, in my opinion, tastes a lot like the cinnamon cream that we've had in previous years. It doesn't taste that much different to me. That being said, I love the cinnamon cream. I love the vanilla cream. So I'm going to say I love the cookie bar cream too. It's just a good piece of candy that, you know, continues in the tradition of Werther's holiday success stories. So it's a dope for me. Jared? I think this is really good. And it's like you get the chewiness uh, and then you get that explosion of, of cream filling flavor. Um, I think it's a good, it's a, it's always a subtle flavor. It's never it's like too much. Yeah. Um, but it's very good. Um, yeah, this is a dope for me as well. All right. So I think yeah, we got a clean sweep. Dope. Scope yep. dope, our first clean sweep of the night. That's pretty That's exciting. Um, well, we had some uh, chewy candy with the Werther's. Now we got something that could be even crazier. This time around, it is Brock's Swirly Twirly Gumdrops in three flavors of Icy Blue Raspberry, Merry Cherry, and Sweet Sugar Plum. Here's the package. Once again, we've got the Elf logo celebrating 20 years of Elf. Another Elf tie-in. Wow. Yeah. They must have just the they must have decided that they're going to celebrate and do as many tie-in products as possible. Huh? This will be 30 calories for these three. Do we want to eat all three, or do we each want to pick a flavor? I'm going to eat all three, but you got to eat right. individually, right? Okay. So what, gonna, what am I looking yeah. at? What are they again? So the red is cherry. Let's. I'll start with the red. Okay. Uh-oh. Guys, no I'm colorblind. Uh... <laughs> You, you were doing the show for 327 episodes. Are, are these? Oh, good lord! I can't really tell. I know. I think this one's the red. It's red. Do your best. Oh, the audience will believe you. Red must be the lightest. I think green is the lighter one. Yeah, one's the red green? is going to be the darkest. The red will be one of the darker ones. Green is really light. It's the hardest thing he's ever done on the show, folks. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the scope show to support this man's talent. We need to get him some of those colorblind glasses immediately. I have, I have them. They're sunglasses. I can't wear them inside. I mean. Did you start crying when you put them on? No, but I don't have emotion. I'm dead inside. So <laughs> I've seen that video. I, I know what you're talking about. That guy's faking it. Also, that guy, he's quite an emotional person. All right. <laughs> Have you guys tried all three now? Am I, am I behind? No, no. I oh. thought we were going to we do all okay. no, Cherry. We've all done cherry. Yep. Uh, so uh, we have a bit of a problem, guys. Do we? Yeah. So, like, there's there's uh, one that's green, but there is yeah. no green color. So is the green one actually the icy blue raspberry, Jared? Or what's the other choice? 
uh, purple, sweet which would be plum. sweet sugar plum. So yeah, the green has okay. to be ice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's already a strike of good. All right. Oh yeah, that's definitely icy blue raspberry. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Wow, these these flavors come and go like almost as quickly. They're All right. there and then they're gone. Sugar plum. Purple. I'm not hundred percent sure what a sugar plum is. Yeah, taste. what does that even taste like? A plum, but sweeter? Is my guess. Yeah, I guess. Let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, I, I think there's a, a subtlety involved in these flavors that I can't ascertain tonight. So you're just getting, you're just getting chew and no flavor. I mean, I'm getting a slight flavor and I don't, I like it fine. It's just like a chewy candy, you know? Yeah. Right. Like it's like, it's a gumball. yeah, it's a, yeah. It's like, it could be a, 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 a gummy fish. Uh, whatever are you going to abstain from this vote on this one, Adam? I mean, I'll, I'll say I, I'll say a dope because it's like uh, it's fine. It's a chewy, sugary candy. Yeah. It, it didn't taste bad. Sure. It just didn't taste like uh, it didn't taste, you know, as good yeah, as Jared, the, I'm gonna, the goat. I'll go. I'll go next. Like uh, right. just just for the record, I don't like gumdrops. I think they're they're just a gross. Normally, just a gross candy. You know, like if you think of what gumdrops. Were as we were growing up, you know, you get like that real, you know, thick, uh, cr you know, big chunk crystallized sugar on it. And then you get yep. like just that really gross flavors, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about. But these are different, right? Like they're soft. Uh, the sugar that they use on the outside is real fine. And the flavors are true to form. They are exactly what they are, like the. The Mary Cherry and the the Blue Raspberry kind of taste like Icy's or something like that. Like the the flavors hit, and the Sweet Sugar Plum actually tastes like a freaking Mountain Dew flavor or something like that. It's it's probably the least effective because we don't know what that tastes like. I mean, it's a plum but sweeter, as uh, Adam said. Obviously, but but like the I think the Cherry and the Blue Raspberry are enough for me to give it a very very mild. Scope dope. I don't love it, but as far as gumdrops go, they're they're all right. Jared, what's your take? I loved gumdrops as a child. They okay. were one of my favorite things to get. Um, just that I I wanted the, the coarser the sugar, the better. I loved all the weird <laughs> flavors. It was I, I I just you could I couldn't get enough of them. Did you like the um, licorice flavored ones, Jared? Not you don't want them in a mix. You got it. It's one or the other. I'll All eat right. the licorice ones by themselves. Okay, but you don't want those in the mix because and then then it's that's nightmare time. Uh, I want like tangentially fruity flavors over here and licorice over here. Never the twain shall meet. Um, maybe you consume one in one session and one in the other, or you know, you, you once you make the transition to to licorice town, you live there now. Um, oh, now we're at licorice town. We were at pound town, but. <laughs> Look, uh, there's a lot of places to visit in this wide, wide world of us. 
of ours. I think uh, you got to make place in your heart for everything. Um, I these are fine. I think there's a case to be made for that fine sugar. Um, I just don't think that there's a lot of flavor going on. Like the flavor's there and it's gone almost immediately, and it's a decent flavor. But I wanted the flavor to last longer. Um, and for that reason, I'm a nope. Oh. Well, I mean, this, by the hair of chinny chin chin, gets a scope dope. Yeah, scope dope. But Under I, protest! And Adam not having his all of his senses about him, it's hard to say what he would what he would think. But He's extrapolating from uh, life experience. It is, yeah. it is. Well, guys, let's, let's wash all the sugary goodness down with more sugary goodness in the form of a liquid. Oh. This, this time around, we've got the second... Uh, redo of Mountain Dew's Game Fuel, it's Mystic Punch, or as they say, do the blast of Fruit Punch. Uh, this is a Diablo, is it Diablo 4 connected game? And it is bright purple, folks. Just Adam, like hell. Adam, yeah. once again, at a disadvantage, he loves these Mountain Dew flavors, but he cannot taste them. Now up to four points. Four points. We're up what to does four that get points me? in the house. All right. Cracking it open. Trying to see if this was also in the uh, the half diet. Nope, never never had a half diet version. Okay, well, good to know. Did we know what this is supposed to taste like? A fruit punch a fruit with punch. a dew flavor, Jared. And I love fruit punch, but I don't okay. know if I'm getting yep. fruit punch. Am I? Maybe a little bit of pineapple. There's a pungent hit. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's given me dew for sure on, on the okay. nose. Let's do it. Oh. Okay. I gotta say, I kind of like that. Guess what? Ten less calories in this, by the way. There you go. So it is. It's those natural flavors. <laughs> Color purple, yeah. Checks out. Um, That's yeah. what the, this tie-in should have been. What's that? The new color purple. purple. Yeah. I mean, it's the collab we've been waiting for. Right? <laughs> it's the natural fit. <laughs> All right, Jared, you're a Mountain Dew expert. Prove it. Uh, of the two we've tasted, this is definitely my favorite. Um, trying to think, like, I think it, it's 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 uh it's definitely got a fruit punch flavor, but it seems to be sort of a rounded off fruit punch flavor. Like, it sometimes fruit punch can be a little a little sharper. And this is just very like mellow, um, what I call it, poundable. Like I did the last one. I think I think this is poundable. I think there's a theme to the game fuel. There's a game. There's the theme to the game fuel is you don't want too much acidity. You don't too, want too much harshness in the in the in the palate because gamers are going to be just downing this stuff at a furious rate. Um, when you're going for a 360 no scope, you can't have be weighed down by. Uh, uh, a harsh bite in your gamer fuel. And so I think this fulfills that goal, the mandate of a gamer fuel. Um I don't I kind of like this one. If there were a non uh if there a sugar-free version of this, this would be one I I would happily drink. Can I ask you a question, Jared? I'm Obviously. sort of interrupt. I'm interrupting. The whole point why we're here is to yeah. ask questions. If we were back in our 20s and they had this stuff and we were having like a late night session of 
GoldenEye or Mario Kart or whatever we were doing, how many of these things would we drink in a night? We'd probably drink like three. We'd probably drink like a thousand calories worth of Mountain Dew. I'm trying to. Did, what did we drink? Did we drink Mountain Dew back then? You drank I Mountain Dew. I drank Coke. Pretty, pretty sure I was a. Yeah, I was a fairly regular Mountain Dew drinker. Yeah. But it'd be easy, easy to yeah. drink at least two of these, if not three. And it just makes my skin crawl to think about it. What I did to my body for, the, for the name of gaming, Adam, it's insane. Um, Adam, <laughs> you can't taste anything. So uh, based on it's a liquid, it's it's purple. We don't even know if you can see what purple looks like because your sunglasses aren't on. Give us yeah. something, please. Uh, I, it smells quite good for uh, for a soda and it is fruit punchy from what I can taste. I kind of dig it. It's it's definitely not holiday like, uh, but you know, that's fine. So yeah. Oh, I, my daughter. Uh, I, just look at look at look come over here, Audrey. Just stand in the picture. Wave. Hi. Hi. This came from me. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay, get out of here. Okay, bye. Get out of here. <laughs> Adam, so you're going to uh, get a dope, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it's pretty good. All right. So I'm going to follow this up. My first sip, it I didn't love it. Like, it hit me. But then as the flavor sort of sat in the back of my mouth and the fruit punch flavor came through, uh, I'm with you guys. Like, I I like this. I, I love fruit punch. It's This is probably closer to, like, a Tahitian treat. I had mentioned the other one was sort of there. But this is in that ballpark. Yeah. Um, I would, I don't know if I would drink this regularly, but it, out of all the Mountain Dews that we've had, this is, this is definitely in the top two for me. I really liked it. It's a dope. Yeah. Dope. Scope dope. Wow. As wow. a testament to it, I like just subconsciously just pulled the bottle close and started taking the cap off and had a <laughs> sip. I'm like, what am I doing? Okay. I guess I like it. So I have one more sip. And, uh, you know, sometimes there are Christmas miracles. <laughs> in the form of gamer fuel just like jesus wanted it this is totally in jesus wheelhouse well we've come to the grand finale the last new item of the year um and i'm excited to bring it to the masses i've been working on this as my special formula okay oreo oh. hot cocoa flavored cream you can look there's Jared, we're right back to the double flavored, double cream. You pointed out the technology is there. Oreo and Nabisco is bringing it to us. So, what are the uh, what flavors are they professing? I don't have a package. Marshmallow like that, so. and hot cocoa. Marshmallow and hot cocoa. Okay. Now, right. just so I'm clear, honest, yeah. Um, <clears throat> hot cocoa is just chocolate, which yeah. is what Oreos already are, and marshmallow is kind of just cream, which is what's already in an Oreo. So you're right, saying, no. Adam, that they got a heavy lift here to really convince us <laughs> this is like cocoa in a cookie. I mean, I'm saying I like normal Oreos. Uh, I'm saying they're playing with house money. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, Adam, you can't do this, but if you pull off the Oreo, one of the tops, and you smell that marshmallow cream, it smells like marshmallow cream. As a matter of fact, it smells a lot like the Kit Kat Witch's Brew. It took me a second to realize you said you can't do this. I'm like, I'm like, Adam can't. Is he not strong enough to pull no, the lid off? Adam's of never been able to do it. And then I realized it's because he can't smell it. No, it's because I can't see. Uh, it's the the color oh. blind. He can't see white. Doesn't it smell? You get you get a, a marshmallow cream smell, Jared. A little for sure. Oh, stop yeah, it! I'm getting a little more cocoa cream off of it, but maybe the proportions right. are off on mine. I'm gonna take a bite. 
mean, it smells like an Oreo. It's Christmas! It's Christmas! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting that crunch down. Hmm. Okay. I'll start it out. I'll let you guys digest. So, okay. I love marshmallow flavored stuff, especially if it's done correctly. Um, there, I make no secrets about Kit Kat's Witch's Brew, which is the marshmallow cream flavored uh, Kit Kat is one of my favorite. That, next to Halloween, that may be uh, inaugurated into our Hall of Fame as well. Um, so I was had high hopes that this was going to be marshmallow forward because of what you guys said is that hot cocoa is just chocolate and we've got a chocolate cookie. Mm -hmm. So how, what are they going to differentiate that? And the reality is they didn't really do much, right? It, it's just a chocolate Oreo that's slightly tamed with like a more vanilla, you know, it, it's just like a smoother chocolate Oreo. That being said, it's a good Oreo. Um, I would give it. I will give it a scope dope, but I will say that there have been far better um, seasonal Oreos than this one. But as far as just a regular good Oreo goes, yeah, it's you know close closer to a five than to a ten. But it is on the it's on the positive side of the scale for me. So a middling scope dope. Adam, what about you? Uh, yeah, as much as I can taste it, it tastes like a great Oreo. Um... I, once again, will say it's not as good as normal Oreos, but I don't think anything can be. Uh, I think right. normal Oreos are already a perfect cookie. These are just trying to vaguely compete. Um, but it is, I agree, like from what I can taste, it's like it's got a cho different chocolatiness to it, but it's still just an Oreo. So way to make another Oreo. Uh, Nabisco. Sure. I think uh, Adam nailed it from the jump when he said that uh, they're just they're making any Oreo from the standard Oreo flavors. <laughs> like it's kind of a slight variation on the normal Oreo. Like it's a little more chocolate forward because it's got the cocoa cream as well as the marshmallow cream. Um, I'm not getting a lot of like distinct marshmallow flavor off it. It's yeah. maybe a little bit there. Um and it's it's perfectly fine. I enjoyed it. It's not it's not a bad cookie, um, but I don't know that it's a step above the normal Oreo. Like it's just sort of a little variation on a theme. And generally for these holiday themed and these event themed ones, I want something that it's like qualitatively different. And I don't think we're getting that this time. Like I think that even though you can make probably a similar argument with that um, the chocolate cake one we had recently. Mm -hmm. that to me in flavor profile was qualitatively different than the standard Oreo. And that's why I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. uh, this just, this face tastes like a slightly different Oreo, which isn't bad, but isn't the differentiation that I was hoping for. Um, I'm kind of on the fence on this. I kind of want to go. Nope. It's a wasted vote because you guys already have doped it, but now I'm going to go. Nope. It's a slight okay. nope for me. So I think, uh, 
what we've learned, Jared, Adam, what have we learned? is that it is a... Yeah, scope dope. But not an exceptional uh, special edition Oreo. I might argue that they should have filled the entire thing with marshmallow cream. And then all of a sudden you get that marshmallow that can f- compete with the chocolate cookie. And uh, maybe then that sort of brings out that, uh, that hot cocoa vibe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But kind of disappointing, I would say, in that sense. So let's recap. Uh, Fudge Stripes is a nope. Uh, both Jared and Adam gave it the old thumbs down. Werther's gets a strong dope, even though Adam can't taste Gumdrops. Jared was uh, insulted there was no licorice and uh, giant crystals of sugar to cut his mouth, but it still gets a dope. Mountain Dew Mystic Punch. Dope across the board. That's pretty impressive. We really like this. And a middling dope for the hot cocoa Oreos. Both Jared and Adam say it's not that different from a regular Oreo. Sucks. Yeah. Not that different. Well, before we wrap up this edition, I have to present my second pick for induction to the Scope Holiday Foods Hall of Fame. This time around, it is a item that we had in our very first taste test. We did this like four or five years ago, and I'm excited to present it. It is the Sprite Cranberry. Uh, Apparently, it's been successful enough that uh, Sprite, or the Coca-Cola company, has brought the Sprite back every single year. If you guys recall... When this came out, they also released a, a, a Coca-Cola with cinnamon. Do you remember that? And it was gross. <laughs> I had to go to Walmart, like, in the middle of the night just to get these, because it's the only place you could get these things. And now, Sprite Cranberry, you can find it everywhere. Um, I humbly present this uh, for induction if you two will accept. What say you? Lock it up. It's good. <laughs> Um, I bought one uh, when I was at uh, uh, Quick Trip. The best place to get these uh, all these seasonal things, by the way, is, is Quick Trip. Yeah, we don't uh, have any around here. It's crazy. Uh, you're, you're too urban. I know. Uh, and I got to tell you, vanilla vodka plus this cranberry Sprite. Sounds delightful. I got to try it. I got to try it. I, I, I'm sort of of the thought that... This, to me, is like a holiday tradition. I don't need it all year round, but when I see it in the store and I get it, I'm like, yep, we're there. And uh, it always reminds me that we've got some fantastic scope taste testing coming up. So number two in the Holiday Hall of Fame, Cranberry Spice Spring. Thank you. Right on. Jared, let's wrap it up and uh, call it a year. In your ear this way. I'm going to say Christmas Eve is coming soon. You're listening, you're listening, you're listening to The Scope. That's right, folks. You're listening to The Scope. The end of The Scope. Folks, I'm still going to put the call out there. You've, you've listened to us for two episodes now. Our mouth sounds have been on display as we enjoy these... <coughs> Holiday treats, some are holiday treats, some are only available at the holidays, and some just happen to be out this time of year because people like the game when they're home for the holidays. That's how they all tie together. We've enjoyed them. We want to hear what you've enjoyed this holiday season. Is it food? Is it drink? 
Is it uh, camaraderie? Is it uh, Schadenfreude? What have you enjoyed? Call the voice of my line. Whatever during the holidays is easily poundable for you, you let us know. We want to hear about your pounding. And what was the other town? Licorice Town and Pound Town. <laughs> exactly. Are any of those ta- you want to visit any of those pound those towns? Are you going to pound in those towns? I don't know. But- Got any travel planned in the new year? Tell us what the towns are heading to. Six one two twenty one scope. That is six one two two one seven two six seven three. You can also reach out to us on Facebook or at our website. That is thescopeshow.com, where you also find a link to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash thescopeshow. Uh, you can see us make mouth noises if the sound alone wasn't alluring. Uh, you can watch us eat stuff. You can watch the quizzical looks on our face as we consider the flavors and the textures and the, uh, you know, just the, the warmth of the season. You know how it is. Uh, head on over there, thescopeshow.com, for all the information. And there you'll also find a link to our Patreon, which I talked about earlier. If you want to support the show directly, patreon.com slash thescopeshow is the way to do it. And if you're shopping this holiday season, I know it's late in the game. By the time this episode comes out, the holidays are here. But maybe you got a gift card. Maybe you're buying something for yourself. You're just waiting for those end-of-the-year sales. Uh, there's a link, Amazon, uh, on the website. Click it. And uh, it's an affiliate link. Uh, you help and support the show. Uh, it doesn't cost you any extra. You know, it's the thing to do. Back to you, Shane. Wow. Fantastic read. Fantastic. Well, I think this is the last show. Read. Thank you. Last show of the year. Uh, nothing, nothing planned. Uh, no surprise. New Year's Eve shows like we used to do. That's okay. You know, where some of us are family men. Some of us are, you know, got to write episode 101 of his Star Wars uh, fanfic. And he's got to fill up that bookcase. We got to watch the Vikings play on New Year's Eve. We got, I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot on our plate. So... Uh, 2024, let's hope for health, happiness. God only knows what that year is going to bring, folks. Health, happiness, and hot hoagies. Let's do it, folks. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. And as always, I want to thank both of you for indulging me on this food tasting. It's coming on the show whenever we feel like doing one, because I definitely appreciate it. It's always a highlight, and uh, our friendship is eternal. How about that? Eternal. Eternal. So uh, let's wrap it up. Let's get up, get that Uber to Pound Town, and we'll see everybody in 2024. So until then, bye for now. R.I.P. Ralph. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then... Send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying ciao. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. Scope.